Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I am trying to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and my garden. Now this week we're going to be discussing the latest news and updates from the garden and the allotment as well as the effects of soil temperature on germination. With spring just around the corner it's an exciting time for gardeners and vegetable growers alike and I'm hoping we'll be sharing our experiences with seed germination with this week. So sit back, relax and join us as we delve into the world of vegetable gardening. It is the 12th of March 2023 today. I'm just in my shed here at home. It's just started raining outside rather annoyingly but uh, Never mind that. We've had actually some very cold weather this week. We didn't get any snow here, which is very rare we ever get snow here anyway. But uh, I know many parts of the country have had some quite thick snow over this last week. But luckily, we didn't get any here. So latest updates. Now, in my greenhouse a few weeks ago, I planted some potatoes. These aren't the chitin potatoes. These are just some potatoes I wanted to get an extra early supply of potatoes. Well, I'm just starting to see the tops of those start to emerge, which is absolutely brilliant. It means they are growing and pretty soon we are going to be able to add more compost and keep those growing. The greenhouse itself is actually incredibly full with so many seedlings in there at the moment. And it's starting to worry that I've got to make a bit more space somehow. I'm going to probably have to get some plants out into the garden at some point or into other areas. You know, some spinach seedlings that I have are looking particularly healthy and I think they will probably survive outside fairly soon providing we don't get another cold snap of course we've always got to keep an eye on the weather the cold snap is what the the trouble is now outside i have been quite busy i wanted to set up my cloches now these were my granddad's cloches these are other things that i inherited and they are a piece of metal to make a frame aluminium frame and then corrugated plastic on the inside which makes like a hoop but the corrugated plastic has always been a little bit too long for my beds so I thought I would cut some of them down unfortunately this corrugated plastic was pretty brittle and it just kept splintering and splitting I tried different tools I used my power saw a hand saw I ended up using a hacksaw which was better but it still wasn't perfect now what i think i'm going to do i i really only think that these plastic they are so brittle they are old this corrugated plastic is going to be replaced at the end of this year we're only really going to be able to use it this year so when i do that i will get them cut to size and as i i need them now on a more positive note i have finally managed to build the wooden surround for the final bed here at home this is where I had three wooden beds. We've got the bed with no wooden sides at all as a bit of an experiment. And then there's going to be a straw bale garden bed as well. And this fourth bed was just to have a wooden frame just so it matched the other three beds. Unfortunately, I couldn't get the wood as thick as I would have for the other three beds. The other three beds was 47mm thick and this stuff is 25mm thick. So it's close, but it's not as thick. It may not last as long, I don't know but it's built 
it's built and that's what I really wanted to do. I then just ran over the area with the hoe, getting the area all nice and fluffy. We will add a bit of compost at some point as well. But with it built, what I am now wondering is, is this bed going to be warm enough to sow something like peas outside. Now, speaking of sowing outside, this brings us nicely onto the main topic, soil temperature and the effects on plant growth. Let's dive into that right now. Seed germination is a critical stage in a life cycle of any plant. It is a process of which a seed sprouts and starts to grow into a seedling, which eventually becomes that mature plant and eventually leads to us gaining food. That little tiny seed is all it takes to get started. The success of seed germination does depend on a variety of factors, including soil temperature, moisture and light. One of the most important factors in seed germination is of course soil temperature. Different types of seeds have different optimal temperature ranges for germination and in fact soil temperature is how a seed knows it's time to germinate. Now for example, lettuce seeds require soil temperature between 5 to 25 degrees C, while tomato seeds require soil temperature between 20 to 30 degrees C. Planting seeds in soil that is too cold or too warm can result in poor germination rates and slow growth. Now this year I am not using heated propagators to start my seeds and I have already noticed that a lot of my germination rates are very much lower than usual and I'm very much further behind than usual. Heated propagators give a, a controlled warm environment for those seeds to germinate and also for the plants to continue to grow. However, because of a cost of living crisis, they can be a little bit expensive to run, so I decided to give it a try without them this year. I've got to say, I think next year I will probably be returning back to the heated propagators of some system. Now currently, the soil temperature I have outside is pretty variable. I have myself a little soil thermometer. Now you don't have to have a soil thermometer, any thermometer will do, but a decent soil thermometer has a bit of a, a longer metal to really get down to root level to detect the temperatures. I've gone round and I've checked the temperature of different beds just to see what we are getting. Now my open beds, we're getting about 10 degrees C in each bed. So these are just soil, there's no protection, no cloches or anything like that. Under the beds that I've set the cloches up or in my veggie pod as well, we're getting about 12 to 15 degrees C depending on time of day and how bright the sun is or how warm the day is. So it just goes to show that there is a difference and cloches make all the difference or the veggie pod system does make all the difference to warm the soil up. Now with these temperatures plants like tomatoes, peppers, aubergines not going to be able to sow in a soil until probably end of April but I wouldn't sow those in the soil anyway that's why I sow mine in the greenhouses or indoors just to make up for that lack of heat. Indoors is generally around 20 degrees C so it does help in that case. 
So what can we sow outside instead? There's quite a wide range of vegetable seeds that can actually be sown. I've already mentioned that lettuce seeds can be sown as cold as 5 degrees C. That does depend on the variety. Some varieties need a little bit warmer, but the winter varieties will be fine to sow outside, either under a cloche or in the veggie pod to be certain. I would also say at this time of year, any vegetable seeds that I will be sowing will have the protection of a cloche, just to help maintain that temperature a little bit. So lettuce seeds, they could probably go in. Spinach seeds is another one. Carrot seeds is a, another one too. Now these all rely on a soil temperature of about 10 degrees C to try and germinate. The spinach seeds we actually started a few weeks ago in the greenhouse, but they can probably be transplanted into a outside location at some point now. But this new bed that I have built this week, my new pea and bean bed as it's going to be this year, I think it's time that we pot it into use. Now, as I've said, I've built the bed, built the frame out of this wood that works quite nicely. I've hoed the area to make sure it is all rough ground, added a splash of compost. And what I've also done is placed over or one of my garden cloches just over the top to warm the soil up. Now, what I want to do, if I quickly do this while I'm on, on the microphone, I'm going to lift up the cloche, that's fine. Now, I've got my hoe and I'm just going to make a nice little line in this soil just to like an indentation or a drill as it's otherwise known and into that I'm sowing my peas. Now this is a, a variety called Meteor which is an early variety. It will do fine in the colder temperatures. Again the variety of what we are choosing is quite important. 10 degrees C is what this bed is currently measuring at so these peas should germinate. Now I'm sowing these peas quite thickly because I think they need quite a thick sowing of peas. I do like my peas and I want to grow quite a few of them this year. And then all we've got to do is cover these peas back over with the soil, which isn't too difficult to do. And then we're going to place the cloche back over and maintain that sense of temperature. Of course, when the pea seeds germinate, I think it's probably take a couple of weeks for them to germinate. The trouble with a cold weather is that germination can be much slower. As they warm up, they will get faster and faster at germination. But at the moment, and with the weather still being a little bit unpredictable, we're hoping these ones are going to germinate, and we're hoping that they are going to grow and turn into peas. What we will do, because the weather is still a little bit difficult to work out, we will be sowing more peas in a few weeks' time just to try and make sure we can get several crops. In fact, we'll probably be saying, sowing a few peas every month between now and possibly June, just to try and make sure we can get some crops. Now, I might head on over to the root bed and also sow some carrots. Again, I'm relying on an early variety of carrots here, a variety called Early Nantes, which is a very well-known early variety of carrot. Again, they can cope with these colder temperatures. But if we were to sow something like Autumn King, Autumn King need a slightly warmer temperature, so they're not going to germinate at the moment. 
it's all about that soil temperature. As I said, a soil thermometer is a worthwhile thing to have if you are really looking to germinate seeds outside. They're not that expensive, but well worth it. But you can use a thermometer that you might use for medical at the same time. They're just not so easy to use and not quite as tough or as strong as a soil thermometer for sticking in the ground, but it's a cheaper alternative. Right, let's find out what I get up to down on the allotment. It's Sunday the 12th of March 2023 today and I am down on my allotment. Now, first of all, the temperatures, I said I was going to check the temperatures of the beds down here. Now, the open beds, the bean beds, they are getting a soil temperature of about 8 to 10 degrees at the moment. The sun is just starting to break through, so that might warm up, but that's not quite what we want to see. It's very similar to what we had at home. Under the back polythene, however, the potato beds that we're going to be planting out, hopefully all the potatoes next weekend, the black polythene is down to suppress weeds, of course, but also warm the soil up ready for potatoes. And that, I'm getting about 13 to 15 degrees C. So there's quite a difference with that as I expected. And that just goes to show one of the reasons why black polythene is very, very useful for early sowing, just like cloches and many other things that we use. Now, when I came down here this morning, as always, the first thing that I do is just walk around the allotment and have a quick investigation and check that everything is okay. And I was feeling rather happy with myself. Everything was looking like it's coming together. Bit of tidying, bit of weeding needed, of course, but certainly look like things were looking better. But on my return, as I was about to start what I wanted to tackle... I noticed that there were some broken glass panels laying around the bottom of Tim's greenhouse, which is my newer greenhouse. And what I realised is that some of the roof panels had obviously blown out in the strong winds we had the other day. So I picked all those pieces up and put them into a tub to take down to the tip. Granddad's greenhouse is fine, so it was just this one greenhouse that I hadn't completed building anyway. But this brings me back to where I am thinking of going with this greenhouse, of getting twin-walled polythene panels in place so as when they break they don't shatter all over the place and I believe it might be better for the greenhouse we will see when that happens so after clearing up all this glass what I then went to was well I really wanted to concentrate on today scruffy corner now this is a corner of my allotment where it tends to get very very messy it originally started that it's behind a shed and it is originally where I had my two compost bins that I built seven eight years ago when I took on this allotment obviously they were used we built other, another compost bin in 2020 and we've had stuff blowing up here that tends to get stored here. It's also where bits of wood and other things get stored. And it's always what I describe as a scruffy corner. Every allotment has a scruffy area. This was mine. Well, I decided it was time to tackle it. And what I've been thinking is that the compost bins are so badly rotted, they need to come out. So I tackled the two original compost bins, the compost bins built out of pallet. I took everything out of there 
and what I discovered is that other people have been using it as a bit of a dumping ground as well. I found some plastic washing line material in there as well as a tub of pesticide. I don't use pesticides so I know it wasn't mine. I found that all dumped in there all of which has gone into a bin and I've cleared away, tidied up a lot of the area, cleared away and demolished the two pallet bins and the compost material that I had in there, some of it hadn't completely rotted down, which I've placed in what is going to be my squash beds, but the rest of the compost material that had rotted down, I've used to mulch my asparagus. Now, asparagus is going to be growing soon, and I'm looking forward to that because it's one of my favourite crops. But it does get quite weedy and it's very difficult to contain the weeds. So I like to add a bit of a, a decent mulch that will help feed the soil and of course what I will also do and I discovered this last year which worked really really well is adding seaweed on top of this compost in order to help with the mulching process as well. So yes, it's not been uh, what I would call a day when I got a lot tackled, but Scruffy Corner is now tidied up. I've left the compost bin that I built in 2020 where it is for the time being. That is going to come apart, but time is getting on and... I still have a lot of material that needs to rot down. But what I've also am thinking, now I've cleared this area, I think it's time to move things around, i.e. the shed, which, as we know, needs a new base. And I'm thinking of moving the shed to where this compost bin is currently. But that involves digging out the ground and levelling it all out in order to do that. And then, of course, I will be adding more compost bins. I mean, we've got the new compost bin up on the top half of the allotment, but I do like to make as many compost bins as I possibly can because I need to produce a lot of compost. So that is this week's update from the allotment. Well, that's all for this week's episode. But before we go, I just want to share a delicious recipe using one of my vegetables that is currently growing and producing a small amount of food. This is Swiss chard or perpetual spinach as it's also known. This I've got growing in one of my beds. It's about three years old now but it certainly seems to be lasting and producing some leaves at the moment that we are able to harvest and eat. Now these are great. I just saute a bit of chopped up Swiss chard and a bit of olive oil with some garlic, a pinch of salt and pepper. Very simple yet flavourful way to eat this delicious green crop so please do give that a try and let me know how you get on with it now i did put the blog post out last week about the alternative veg grower show please do go check that out on the veggrowerpodcast.co.uk now as always i want to thank you for listening if you've enjoyed this episode please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platform your feedback helps me improve the show and reach more people who are interested in growing their own food if you are really enjoying this podcast and want to support me directly you can become a supporting member by visiting the website at the veggrowerpodcast.co.uk supporting members they get access to exclusive content a few discount codes as well as a collection of seeds that are sent to their door each and every month plus your support helps me keep the podcast running now for this i charge five pound a month to become a member 
Now, finally, I always love hearing from listeners. If you have any questions, comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can always email me, richard at veggroundpodcast.co.uk. You can also follow me on social media to see the latest photos and updates from the Alumnant and Garden. Thanks again for listening. I'll be back again next time. So until then, please take care.